Welcome back to the pod, my boy. Welcome Keep back. That. Welcome be back. back to Guest 99, where you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Yeah, we're professional around here. Perfect. YouTube soon to come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. YouTube. YouTube's in the sure. works. For sure. So, uh, All right, man. look out for that. How you been? Good? No, I don't do updates, to be honest. Yeah, no me updates as well. Who do we got? Okay, bro. I'm excited about this one. I don't know much about her. No, me too. Okay. Literally so, found her on the street. Yeah, literally nah. like right outside the neighborhood, bro. Like pulled her off like, hey, yo, you want to hop on a podcast? She goes, a podcast? Yeah, for sure. She's like, bet. We're like, cool. Send us a quick little bio. Exactly. Um, so now now she's here. She's uh, off camera right now, but she'll be here. Um, but her name is Haley. Um, she grew up in Las Vegas. Um, that's pretty much all I know. No, I'm just kidding. So she served in uh, Oklahoma. Um, Oklahoma Spanish speaking for like seven months-ish. Okay. And then... She went back to English, so we'll have to ask her about that. Um, she's going to school at BYU. Just got in the marketing program, so she works. Uh, she works with a marketing company as well. And she's gonna market for us. I don't know, I literally just pulled her off the street. Solid. Solid so we'll have to get ask her application. Her. You know what um, I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Because we got so many people applying to market for us. Yeah, for sure. take a number. Take a number. <laughs> but uh, she's been home for a little over a year now. So perfect. So yeah, man. But uh, we'll welcome Haley. Let's bring her on. Bring her on. Welcome, welcome. Welcome in, welcome in. Get set up, get us, get set up. Yeah, well, get thank you for having me, Caleb and Austin. <gasps> thank of you for course. coming. We appreciate it. Um, we had like four or five people cancel on us, so thank you that you didn't. Oh, so I was last resort? Yeah. Like we said, uh, okay. we literally pulled you off the streets. Literally like. said, we we'll need someone to film. We we'll need someone to film. Perfect. Well, how's your day been today? So great. Just, I was at school for about seven hours today. So oh, kind of a long day. Hours. Yeah, welcome to the business program at BYU. Yeah, that sounds yeah, rough, bro. Yeah. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't planning on it. Um, but yeah, that and then work. It's been a great day. Came here afterwards. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay, best part of your day and worst part of your day. Best part of my day would probably be... Other than oh, this. Oh, today, you guys, I went to the Wilk to go get food. I, I love Chick-fil-A. I'm like, I am a sucker for it. I'll get it, like, every day if I mm. can. Hey, order some Chick-fil-A for us. Get here in the next 40 minutes. No, <laughs> but today, they, I was going over, and they gave me a free cookie, and I was like, wow, this is so nice of no, them. Wait. But um, I'd say my worst part of the day, I honestly don't know. That's a, a good pretty thing. good day. Yeah. yeah that's, that's a good, good thing. When nothing solid. comes to mind, that's a good thing. There you go. And I'm glad you talked about Chick-fil-A because we're actually sponsored by them. Chick-fil-A, appreciate yeah. it. Uh, give the number one sandwich for, uh, what, seven sixty-five. I have no 765? idea. I have no, I have no idea how much it goes for nowadays. <laughs> I have no idea. I've been to Chick-fil-A so long. <laughs> they just came out with the peppermint shake like yesterday, so go try that out. It's Did you get that good. today? Oh, oh, no, you got a free no, cookie. I got a free cookie instead. Okay. But if you there can, you go get that with Oreos in it. So good. With Oreos? Oh, yeah. Peppermint with Oreo. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What, are the, what are the like tricks do you know about Chick-fil-A? Because like, I definitely uh, love me some Chick-fil-A, but I don't, I wouldn't say I'm like, yeah. A sucker for Chick Fil A. I okay, love the frosted raspberry lemonade, fro, fro, frosted frozen, I think raspberry lemonade. You can ask for it; it's so good. They also do frosted like that. like any soda that you want. Really? Mm-hmm. So if you go there, try any of those out. They're super good. Interesting. Or the breakfast. Breakfast is good. I've had the breakfast. I've never had breakfast at Chick Fil A. Really? You got to try it, bro. Sausage McGriddle type. 
guy you know oh, what i'm saying that's pretty good mm-hmm. mcdonald's there you go them golden arches we're also sponsored by them um shout out to mcdonald's Appreciate ronald it. mcdonald grimace all the boys no but hey welcome on um guest 99 like i said the number one religious podcast in the world <laughs> give me some dab bro that'd be all right there real quick Let's good man it, good man oh um yo hey, welcome like i said welcome on uh, we appreciate you taking the time to come on and to join us and to talk about how just your life has been, especially coming on after the mission, right? And we uh, talked a little bit about where you served. You want to remind us where you served? Yeah, I served in Oklahoma. So it was kind of funny when I first got my call. I remember <laughs> I actually told everyone that I was going to go to Texas, Spanish speaking, mm. and I got my call and it was in Oklahoma. And I was like, I have no it's idea like right where Oklahoma there. is. <laughs> it's like literally right there. It's right above <laughs> Texas for all of those who don't know it like me. Um, but yeah, I served in Oklahoma. I served not in the city for my whole mission. Never went to Oklahoma so like City. Never went to Tulsa. Yeah, so did you yep. just have a nickname of the country area in your mission? I called it the Boonies. Yep, the Boonies. Yeah, we were the so, same. Yeah. Yeah, we were the same. Valid. But yeah. Oh, super cool. There you go. So, Southern Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. The question that everyone wants to know, did you want to go? Did I want to go to Oklahoma or on a mission? Did you want to go on a mission? Um, Honestly, for the longest time, I... If you would have asked me, even a year before I went on a mission, I would have said no. Um, I just never thought it was, you know, my type of thing, and I didn't think I would be very good at it. And I honestly just wasn't that, like, strong in the gospel. Um, I mean, I did everything that I was supposed to, but I just didn't have that strong of a testimony, I would say, quite yet. And so it was just never in the cards for me. I just never really wanted to. Yeah. That's fair. So what changed? Like, obviously, then you did go on a mission. So what what was the turning point of not wanting to go and it not being for you to all of a sudden you're in Oklahoma? Mm, that's honestly a great question. Um, I graduated in 2020, so it was COVID year. COVID. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone's favorite year. Mm. I um, moved to Utah actually kind of in, I think, in April of that year. So even wow, so before I graduated. Mm-hmm. And I worked here. I worked at Smith's. It was super fun. And during that time, like, a bunch of my friends were starting to get their mission calls. And I just remembered thinking, like, yeah, that's still not in the cards for me. Like, I still don't want to do it. Um, Kind of as the summer went on, most of them started leaving. Like, the boys started leaving. Mm -hmm. And so they were all gone. And some of the girls were still there. But some even, they left. And I kind of was like, man, like everyone's going and like I'm about to start college. I'm like excited, but kind of nervous. And I'm like, well, like, what do I want to do with my life? Because I didn't really know like what like career I wanted to take. And like I knew I wanted to go BYU, but I didn't know, you know, just what my life mm-hmm. yeah. was Lots of questions. going to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so uh, my friends started leaving and then it was kind of funny, like as the school year started coming around for my first year of college. I remember just thinking, man, I'm not about to go spend like hundreds of dollars to stay on the, like in the dorms at BYU. So I ended up staying home and I was like, man, I feel like I'm just, you know, not doing much with my life. And I was getting emails from all my friends who were on missions and they were like, this is the best experience. I'm learning so much. Like my testimony is growing. And I was like, wow, that is you know, they're, they're changing themselves. They're changing other people's lives. And I was like, it really opened my eyes. Mm -hmm. And I remember there was one time I like 
was like, okay, I'm just going to start like the mission paper process and like just talk to my friends about it, see what they think. And I kind of like went through a couple of things with my friends to like see like how they're feeling about like their missions and like what they're learning. And I, it's, this is kind of funny, you guys, but I, I learned that you had to get your blood drawn for your mission. And I hate <laughs> blood, guys. Like, I actually hate blood. That's crazy. <laughs> and so I was like, maybe this is God's way of saying this is not for me. Like, <laughs> I was like, uh, actually, maybe not. And so for about a month, I was like, uh, I don't think a mission's my thing. Just because of that? Yeah, literally just because of that. I was no like, way. man, that's like God's way of saying no. <laughs> Um, that's funny because it's the opposite, right? That's Satan's way of saying it. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. Right? Yeah. Like, that's Satan's way of being like, yeah, you don't like needles. Like, you have to get your blood drawn to go on a mission. Oh, I'll just don't go. Yeah. That's okay. That's an easy way out. I just won't go. I'll be honest. I can't remember me getting my blood drawn. Oh, I don't know. I know some people didn't have to do it, but I did, guys. I don't remember. Did you get yours? I remember I had to get, like, a physical and, like, yeah, do, like, yeah, all yeah. the paperwork mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I don't know. I don't... I don't remember getting my blood drawn, but it's very possible I needed to do that. But I don't have a problem with needles. So, like, for me, that wasn't, that wouldn't be something that I remember. Yeah. Because Mm -hmm. I'm not like, that's not like, like, I donated plasma in the past. Like, so Mm. it's not a super big deal for me. Yeah. 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 But continue, Mm. please. Yeah. And so it was kind of funny. Like, a month went by and I was talking to some more friends. I went to some of my friends' farewells and I just had some, like, super big like spiritual Mm. promptings like while i was at these farewells and while they were talking bearing their testimony i just like was like man i think like i i need to continue with this like mission process and Mm -hmm. just see where it goes and october general conference was rolling around and i remember i was praying to god and i was like okay heavenly father and this is kind of funny. I don't normally do this, but I was like, if you have someone speak about a sister missionary, like specifically a sister missionary in one of their talks, like all like keep going and like just see where it goes, see how I feel about mm-hmm. it. And literally, I I fell asleep for like the first part of general yep, conference. Same, same, same. <laughs> it happens to the best it of us. <laughs> and I woke up, and the very first talk that I listened to was about someone talking about their granddaughter who like was serving Mm. during COVID and had to come back home. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like I just got chills. Like I was like, wow, like this is is what like I need to do. And within two weeks, I like filled out all my mission papers and, and how'd the needle go? Oh, you guys, it was horrible. I passed (laughs) out. (laughs) I literally, I've never passed out before in my life. I go in and they're like, okay, you're going to get like four vials drawn or or maybe it was three. Bro. Yeah. And it shouldn't be that bad. Actually, I need four vials of what? I think I I do remember that actually. Did you have to get yours? I think I do. They might have done yours on your brain, bro. Because I don't know if you remember. (laughs) There's something wrong with that too. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so I, think I do remember that. Though. I got three, and then they messed up on one, so they had to do an extra. Might one. be a Vegas thing. I don't know. Yeah. I, well, no, I was actually here in Utah. Oh. Like I got my book here. I'm it. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I just remember I like stood up for like two seconds, mm. and I was like almost to the door, and I like blacked out, and I was on the ground. <laughs> 
in I was in like the lobby area too and there were like people just like standing no. around me people and I was like, out, like look at this lady yeah, like, <laughs> she passed out I was gonna go viral <laughs> put yeah. really, bro. that's crazy and I was like oh so embarrassing but yeah I passed out and that's the only time I've really ever passed out besides getting a COVID shot mm -hmm. on my mission so <laughs> yeah you passed out then too uh, that's um but that spiritual experience that you just shared about saying a prayer and then like falling asleep in general conference, which everyone does. Mostly. Well, most Natural. everyone. I was going to say. Everyone does. Yeah. Everyone fights it at least. <laughs> everyone <laughs> fights it. If you're not fighting it, tell me your secrets, please. For real, <laughs> like, I don't know. You're Might doing something right. <laughs> no, but sorry. Going back to saying a prayer, waking up at the exact time when someone's talking about assistant missionary, like. The, work, the Lord works in mysterious yeah. ways sometimes. So cool. That's crazy. Okay, so you did that. Got your blood drawn, pasta, whatever it was. Um, and you get your call to Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. And you said you didn't even know what that was. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I, well, I had a general idea. Like, yeah. I knew it was somewhere, like, in the Midwest. But I was like, I don't know exactly. Like, if you showed me a map, I'd be like, it's like the one with the panhandle. So I could probably find it. <laughs> <laughs> did you know how to panhandle before you went there i did okay I did. okay so at least knew that mm -hmm. cool okay so you make it to oklahoma what was like your first impression when you first got there what were you thinking i remember i got picked up from the airport and my mission president's wife came up to me and she was like just find beauty in the shades of brown and it was super dry there We're laughing at two different things. Well, okay, keep going, no, keep going. no, she was saying it because it was super dry oh. and like just dead everywhere. Okay, that makes way more yeah. sense. I was thinking the same thing. Same thing. <laughs> but um, I remember like oh. looking out of the like airplane and it was like just super flat, literally everywhere. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I was like, oh my gosh! I was in fact I, on the airplane. We were talking to this guy who was going to Oklahoma, and he'd been there a couple times before, and he was like just get ready to smell the weed like there's lots of weed everywhere and it's like oh this is great <laughs> but my first impression was like wow this is like really dry like and it was yeah. in the middle of february too so it was kind of cold but okay, you got called spanish speaking right uh-huh how was that learning a different language it was difficult at first i i luckily had a little bit of a base of knowledge in spanish because i took it in high school oh nice um did and it actually do anything though because like, yeah. i took that in high school too like don't start El Bano. Like I can say that, but like, but like that's about so it. Do like, translate that real like. quick. Yeah, <laughs> no, it was good for like like tenses, like knowing like present okay. tense forms. Oh, yep, yep, yep. And like future tense, past tense. But besides that, yeah, not really. Like okay. I had to definitely learn a lot on the mission. Gift of tongues. Mm -hmm. It's real, man. It's Amen. Real. There you go. Served in Oklahoma. Um, but you said you only did like half of your mission in like a Spanish area, right? And mm -hmm. it was English. Mm -hmm. So I've always wondered. So like my brother right now, he's serving in Australia. Oh, cool. And he's speaking Samoan. But he's been serving in a lot more English areas than you have in Samoan areas. Right? Mm -hmm. It's just Australia. And I know that he's like kind of told me that it's kind of tough because sometimes you're like, man, I've been called to speak this language, but I don't even use it. Was that kind of a tough thing for you? Yeah, it was like... So I was in Spanish areas for my four, my first five transfers, I think. 
And then after that, I was actually moved into like a leadership role in an English area. Whoa. <clears throat> Quick flex. AP? No. No. We didn't have Sister AP. Dang, you guys are on a different level. <laughs> but if they did, she would have been one. No. No. I guess we'll never know. <laughs> I, I stayed in leadership roles for most of my mission. There was only one Hermana's like leadership yeah. area. And I begged my mission president to let me go there at least like at the end of my mission yep. or like mm -hmm. sometime in my mission. And I never did. And it mm -hmm. was really hard for me because like I I loved Spanish and I like even before my mission, I like wanted to go like to Texas Spanish speaking. Mm -hmm. And so it was a little bit harder because especially at the time when I was moved into an English area, I felt a lot more comfortable speaking Spanish. Like I felt like yeah. I could go up to pretty much anyone and like talk to them and know what was going on in the conversation. Whereas like the first three months on my mission, I was like, I have no idea yeah, what is going on in the conversation. Um, so it was a little hard, but it was also really fun too being in English areas because any Spanish people that like were in our like zones that you know, we're in English areas. They sent them to me so I could teach them like there over go, video call. But I still got a little bit of Spanish, just was never back in Spanish areas. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Super cool. How's the Spanish now? Is it okay? It's okay. Yeah. I like, it's kind of funny. I actually ran into someone who is from, I think, Uruguay mm. or Uruguay. And um, I was talking to him because he only speaks Spanish. And he was like, I don't know anyone here. And so I walked with him for like 30 minutes and I was like, this is like a test of my Spanish guys. Like I go. have not spoken it in so long. I've taken a class at BYU, but it's like not yeah. the same yeah, as like definitely. speaking to someone. Uh -huh. And like, I feel like for the most part, I can like have a good conversation with them. But if they start talking about like the stars or like astronomy yeah. or something, like I, you're going to lose me. <laughs> yeah, game over. Okay. I don't know anything. So can you say, please follow guest 99 in Spanish? Oh my. <laughs> For our Spanish speakers out there, por favor seguir a, and then your guest ninety nine. Guest ninety nine. She doesn't even know what podcast. She's you guys, on, bro. No, no, I do. Bro, I literally told you. I pulled her off camera. Bro, I'm done. He literally we said it like four off times, the streets, guys. Bro, like, yeah, don't expect her. But thank you for saying that. Appreciate mm -hmm. it for our Spanish speakers out there because I know a lot of people listen in the Spanish culture of our of our fan base of the two hundred mm -hmm. people that watch. It's oh, true. Um, there we go. Yeah, we're pretty big. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> I love it. So it sounds like you had a great time. In Oklahoma, and um, and then remind us when you returned home. So I got home in July of 2022. July of 22. Okay, perfect. And how was that for you? How was that transition back to regular life? So for me, I feel like I was a little bit more lucky because right after I got home from my mission, like I went everywhere. Like we just had a lot of trips planned for when I got home mm. and then I went immediately into school. So I kept busy a lot of the time. Um, so for me, it wasn't like too hard of a transition cause I still felt like I like was doing something with my life. I think it was a little bit harder for <clears throat> me once I kind of had like, there was like a week before like school started where I like just didn't have anything. And I was like, man, like, what do I do? What do I do with my life? Yeah. I'm yeah. like, wow, I just served a mission and yeah. I was doing like the best thing I could do with my life. And now I'm just sitting here on my phone. Like <laughs> it was like a way different, like, I don't know. I, it was weird you, for me going uh, at that time. Yeah. So you're on your phone. Were you following safeguards? Oh, yes. 
Perfect. No, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> I wasn't having bro, the four eyes one screen. <laughs> she was not held to safeguards anymore. Because I still bro. follow it, so I need a... What? <laughs> bro, last week we talked about your inactivity at church. Now we don't have Like, come on, dog. Wait, hold yeah, on. This was two weeks ago we talked about your inactivity. Oh, no. Wait. But it's still fresh out. in my mind. Wait a second, dude. Time out. All right. I'm not going this week. I'm not going next week. Oh. Exhibit A. I'm not, <laughs> wait, I'm not going to that specific ward, though. I'm going to church. Just different wards. Are you taking the sacrament? That's the most Of course. Oh, okay. When they have enough for me. <laughs> they always got I'm enough, kidding. bro. I'm kidding. I'm All kidding. Right, bro, whatever, dude. I forgot what we were talking about. Safeguards. <laughs> and you lying yeah, stuff about safeguards, them. Yeah, bro. Well, yeah. <laughs> Keep going on. <laughs> no, if you're a missionary, they're great. Follow them. If I you're not. That. I apologize. If you're so not a missionary, you <laughs> All right, Haley, continue. So you got home, you didn't know what to do with your life for like a week. I think it was just weird for me, like going from thinking about other people all day long and like doing things for others, and then all of a sudden it's like all about you. Like it's all about Mm -hmm. like you know what are you supposed to do with your life? What are you supposed to do with your career, with school, like with Mm. dating, with you know? There's Mm. all these things with friends. We'll talk about that with dating. We'll talk about that. We'll get there. We'll get there. If you guys want to skip ahead ten minutes, (laughs) (laughs) you'll get to the fun stuff. But yeah, I think it was just harder you know going from it's all about others to yeah. it's all about me mm-hmm. that is a tough transition too because you know you come home and you're like you're by yourself you don't have a companion with you and you're not going out helping people learn about jesus christ mm-hmm. right um and that is a tough it is a tough transition um like i was saying so what do you do to like get rid of that or if it's still there you know i would say like there is some of it that is still there but like i think for me one of the biggest things that I've been told since being home is to, you know, go out and do service. Mm-hmm. And I think that's actually something that has helped me a lot is like not just thinking about me all the time, which it's okay to think about yourself. You know, it's okay to think about the future. It's okay to think about, you know, what am I going to do in school? Um, but I think a lot of what helped me just being home is also, you know, taking that time to also think about others and like doing things for other people and, you know, whether that's even just like saying hi or sending a text to someone like those things really helped me get through some of the days like when I was like feeling really down or like, you know, when I missed the mission and I was like looking back on me- like on photos and yeah. like looking at old videos. But, yeah, exactly. You know, I think that was the biggest thing for me was just serving, you know, others and like serving the temple even. I think that also helped. For sure. I was actually talking um, with my first concert in the stake presidency i had like my temple recommend renewal interview today and he said something like super cool i was like wow i really like that um and it's talking about like you mentioned like looking forward in the future and like kind of that switch of being so selfless on the mission to being selfish when you come home right and he says you need you need to take those like next five years and be selfish right because in the end you will be a better servant for christ when you're figured out when you have that plan of of what your career is going to be, when you when you know who you're going to marry, when you have your family started, right, and you kind of have your life settled more, you can actually turn around and serve Christ and serve others in a greater capacity than if you were selfless the whole time and you haven't quite, you know, taken that time to figure it all out. Yeah, yeah. If mm-hmm. that makes sense. I think that does make sense. I think well, my thoughts on what you were just saying was, um, you know, everyone's heard the saying, like, um, like salvation is personalized, yeah. But exaltation is a family matter. Um, surprised I still remembered that, but <laughs> it's kind of like what you're saying, Austin. It was just at the end of the day, it's gonna come down to you, right? 
Um, so at the end of the day, it's going to come down to what you have done and what you believe in and, and what you do for other people. Obviously, helping other people do the same will help out as well. Mm -hmm. But if you forget about yourself and not doing what you're supposed to be doing, you're going to fall back a little bit, right? Right. Mm -hmm. um, so any thoughts on that, Hedy? Yeah, honestly, I think, you know, just getting to that point where you are able to, you know, realize like what you want to do in life. That does, I, there's another saying and I can't really remember how it goes but like you can't really make others happy if you're not happy yourself kind of mm. like that same idea like yeah. you can't have you can't help others like with their personal salvation if you're not already mm -hmm. doing that for yourself yeah so i think you know it is okay to be selfish and it's n not even selfish it's okay to like you know do things for yourself to like <clears throat> make sure that your spiritual like level is up so that you can help others get to that level as well. Or, you know, even if you're down low, like just do what is best for you so you can get up to a point where you can help others get yeah, to the same. Definitely. I agree with that 100%. And, and he wasn't saying, right, like, I just want to clarify this for like anybody that might have thought that, right? He wasn't saying like only focus on yourself. Yeah. Right. But he was saying there are times, like, this is the time in your life that you need to focus more on yourself than mm -hmm. probably other times, right? So you can turn around and help other people. So you can take this time to build those positive spiritual habits of getting in the book of mormon of going to church of of doing you know saying those prayers and doing what you need to do to to be able to have that spiritual foundation yeah. right greater than just what the mission had mm -hmm. right because the mission was so structured but now when you get home every day you might have a routine you might have a structure but every day can still change yeah right and it can yeah. still be different Right. And even more so when you get married, when you have a job and now all of a sudden you have some kids and they got to go to this practice or that practice or your wife has this Relief Society activity that you now have to take care of the kids. Right. You just go home from work. Right. Mm -hmm. There's all sorts of different things that can happen. And so he was just saying, like, if you can build those habits now and, and take care of that now, you'll be so much greater. You'll be so much more better off, mm -hmm. you know, five years from now or whatever. So the first counselor sounds like a straight G, bro. He was. We had a really good conversation, actually. Yeah. It, was, it was really nice. Good man. Good man. There you go. So. Well, perfect. Um, cool. Well, Haley, so another thing I wanted to talk about before you moved on, right? So you've been home almost a year now, or well, mm -hmm. longer than a year. Yeah. Uh, let's just dive right into what we love to talk about. Our favorite topic. Dating. <laughs> or were you talking about like, like Book of Mormon scripture study? Not talking about dating. Okay. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, good, 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 good. I know the other week we had a confusion on that. Yeah, we were a little confused um, the other week, but, uh. So, we know it can be kind of awkward, you know, talking about dating and stuff. Mm -hmm. I know you're blushing right now, but that's okay. <laughs> he is single. I mean, get they're single, yeah, so. Going back to what we're supposed to be talking about. Um, before we talk about any dates and stuff, what are some qualities that you want to find in your potential eternal companion? I think since being home for my mission, one of the biggest things for me right now is just someone who <laughs> loves God. And like, I, I've met a lot of amazing people who, you know, do their best. But I feel like I've also met some people who, you know, say that they love God and like do the things that they should, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. But then like once I get to know them, I'm like, oh, there are some things, you know, that like are kind of red flags and like mm. you know like their testimonies aren't as strong as i thought that they would be yeah for sure. and so i think yeah for me it, just being a guy who loves yeah. god amazing answer and i love what you talked about red flags what are some of your red flags 
Not yours personally. I was going to say, like, your personal red flags or certain red flags that you see in others. We can talk about both. No, I'm just kidding. We don't need to do that. But red flags and others. I think some of the things that I have seen, like, that are the biggest red flags for me are A, I've just been put in some situations with guys where they, like, will treat me like a girlfriend for like a couple of months and then like one day i'll find out that they actually have another girl that they're doing the same thing with mm. and so <laughs> like well they messed up i'm gonna tell you that right now was it was it like an official like you guys are dating and they were doing that or it was like you guys are working towards dating like, but they're also with another girl like it's like you do everything that you would do when you're dating but there's no label there's no so technically label. it's oh, not yeah. like you're like doing anything but, wrong quote unquote but like also wasn't something that yeah. like the integrity is yeah. not the integrity mm-hmm. is not there that's mm-hmm. rough definitely uh, definitely a red flag yeah, yeah for sure for sure well sorry that happened to you oh no that's okay yeah, <laughs> it happens yeah it does hopefully it did trips and scrapes his knee or something mm-hmm. oh yeah that'd be so that'd be total payback for sure yeah. you know just a little just a little scrape just, on his just knee a bit, just a little bit just a little bit yeah for definitely sure okay what about some <laughs> green flags green flags Okay, there. This is actually one. I kind of dated, not officially again, but um, I met this guy over the summer, and I remember there was one time. I actually was in New York City at the time, and we he was FaceTiming me, and it was like we were both going to bed at the at that point, and he like out of the blue was like, "Can we say a prayer together?" And I literally, you guys, I it was kind of funny because I have I've never like had some like a guy that i was like interested in or like kind of dating be like hey like let's pray together yeah but it was actually something that like was super tender for me and i was like wow like i really like i can tell that you love god and that Mm -hmm. you put him first in your life and like that was something that i was like wow that you just like your attractiveness to me just went way up Mm. and so i think that was something that was like a green flag for me i also love when guys go to the temple when they like read their scriptures yeah. or just when they treat you well, like, and they just, you can, you know that they care about you mm-hmm. and don't like hold that back. But. Dang, that sounds like a great husband right there. Whatever, <laughs> whatever happened to him? Did he, did everything work out or? Um, n- well with him, he, he actually goes to another school and it's kind of far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so. Is it kind of a long distance thing? Well, no, we're, we're not. <laughs> we're not talking anymore <laughs> oh, okay. oh. But, so long distance ain't your thing mm-mm. i get that it's yeah. not for everybody yeah and there was just some things that he needed to work on and i need to work on uh, yeah, and for it just sure. didn't work out but I think he's like, a great d- guy like dating around helps you realize that yeah mm-hmm. helps you realize okay like i want a guy with this or without this but i also need to work on this and you know express this more or whatever you find mm-hmm. out a lot about yourself but also a lot about what you're interested in and that's what it's supposed to be, right? Like oh, you're yeah, supposed yeah, to sure. go and yeah, that's why it's encouraged. Talk to people, yeah, and yeah for help sure. Them understand that good stuff. Well, there you go. So, tell me about your worst date. My worst date. Ooh, that's a good one. Is that a good one because there's a lot of them, or because there's not a lot of them? <laughs> that's a good question. Like, I see I, you like you're thinking right that's now. A good question. You're you thinking. Know, you're like, oh man, because that's. You guys, I've been on really good dates. Like, I'm not going to like, there has been really, like, I've been with really great guys. I would say, I mean, there's been some, there, there was one date that I went on with this guy. He, 
No names. We don't have to name names. <laughs> I know. I'm we'll not just going put them in to. the bio. It's okay. I'm not going. Oh, okay. We'll just add in. Just let us know. No, but he asked me out a couple of times and i kind of like pushed it off and mm. then he like kept persisting and i was like okay like i'll go in one with you okay was it a pity date well it wasn't a pity date like he was everyone like everyone deserves great one guy. man <laughs> everyone deserves one yeah good point yeah mm-hmm. but he he took me to the arcade and i just remember like he just talked about himself literally the whole time and like just how great he was and just like how he was trying out for this team on this sports team at byu and I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, <laughs> like it was all about him. Like, I don't think yeah. I said a word for almost an hour. Like, no I'm not even kidding. And, you know, like, usually, like, the girl talks a lot, yeah. I feel like. Yeah. But, like, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, this man, like, really loves himself. <laughs> that must have been the longest hour yeah, of your tough. life. Yeah. And it like. was, like, it was, like, fine because I, I, I like to listen. Like, I'm a listener. Yeah. I love, like, hearing people's stories. But it was really, like almost just like he was like on this high horse and like that type of mm-hmm. person like i just don't yeah. like, you love you love to listen when when you ask the question yes like when you ask the question it's a conversation rather than him just like uh blah blah, blah, blah. Just going on. Exactly. Mm-hmm. yeah that's yeah and so we were at the arcade for probably about an hour and then like eventually like he was like okay like i need to go do homework and i was like yeah so do i that was it <laughs> well yeah so he like took me back and i lived at heritage at the time mm. and i think so did he i honestly can't remember um and he like had to park down over by the football field mm. which is about so like a, a 25 walk. minute walk yeah to our apartments and literally the whole time again like no he just talked way. about himself and like how he was going to the gym and like what he was lifting and i was like wow great this is awesome <laughs> he, he finally had his chance and he stuffed it bro. and he and he blew he dropped it the ball, he, yeah. he thought he was doing the opposite he thought like okay this is my opportunity to sell myself yeah. to her but it's the exact opposite yeah. mm-hmm. you have to you got to get to know her exactly you gotta, let, you gotta let her sell her to you yeah yep and mm. so hopefully I, he's learned yeah, well, that was the last date I had with him, so I don't I mean, know what I mean, he's up to. I mean, if he went on another one, I would have been like, wait yeah, a minute. That's true, that's true. So, that's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Interesting, interesting. Well, tell us about a good date you've been on. So many. Recently, days. like any recent like good dates. And what a do they do? Because we need tips. Okay. And they need tips, too. It's true. And the guy behind the camera needs tips, too. Yeah, that's true. Okay, one <laughs> I, I went on. About. I thought you were talking about the dude behind the camera, to be honest. <laughs> I'm talking about our thousands of viewers. Oh, yeah, they, do, they do need tips, too. We all need tips. Yeah, we all need tips. We, can all, we can all improve. Okay, continue. Yeah. So, like, good date recently, and, like, what made it a good date? One date that I had recently that was actually super fun. I love being outside. Like, I love being outdoors. And he took me over kind of by Provo Canyon, mm-hmm. um, and he... had brought like two long boards Mm. and we long boarded down the canyon and he had packed like a whole like picnic for us in his backpack that he like brought down with us and then he like laid it out at this park and he had like cut up like watermelon and strawberries and like had gotten some of my favorite foods that he like had just known from the past like from us hanging out and he was he'd gotten lemonade for me because i love lemonade and chick-fil-a lemonade uh, it wasn't chick-fil-a lemonade, oh, even though i do dang. love chick-fil-a lemonade hey whoever's listening to that guy who wanted to date chick-fil-a that's what you want to do that's <laughs> the sense. next one that's the next one <laughs> but um we were there for probably like 30 40 minutes because i had a meeting i had to get to mm-hmm. yeah um and then we 
well, like went back on the long boards and it was kind of getting dark. So like you could, you could kind of see the sunset and it was just like, honestly, just such a good time. Yeah, that sounds like a good day. Mm-hmm. For sure. And it's cheap, right? That's, yeah. Yeah. And that's it's nothing of a boring day. Yeah. And that's nothing like super crazy, but memorable. But it's, it's memorable enough. Mm-hmm. Like solid date. Did he get date number two? He has. He's gotten several oh. dates. Actually. Good man. <laughs> okay. Good man. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. but he is awesome i like absolutely adore him and honestly i would say like four dates for me at least i actually really love the cheap like inexpensive mm-hmm. ones where you have yeah. a lot of time to talk with each other yeah. and so like for me those dates are the most fun because i'm like we just get to hang out and laugh yeah, yeah, and sure. like have a good time so i think that's been the senses of everyone else we've talked about when it comes to dating like they don't want the like the big thing, you're going into a fancy restaurant or whatever it is, but just something small and simple and intimate, right? Mm-hmm. And then just so you can yeah. talk and get to know that person. Because that's like the that's the the point of early dating, right? Of the early stages of dating, right? Like when you take her to like a fancy restaurant, there's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of intimidation there. And then that bill comes, bro. And you hand and like, it to her, bro. You to like, like, <laughs> yeah, for real, bro. Like, I just got a credit card recently, can, but can it, get, it maxes out of fifty dollars. Get two like, orders, please. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're actually separate. <laughs> no, but that's the early stages of dating, right? It's like to get to know someone, yeah, right? Yeah. And so, like, when you take them on, you know, a quick picnic or something cheap and like, you know, just relaxed and chill, where uh-huh. there's not a whole lot of pressure, mm-hmm. it's just you can get to know them and you can have that good time. Exactly. And those good vibes can be there, like, without any any serious pressure you can just feel it out like hey are these good vibes yeah, like actually yeah. good vibes or are they good vibes just because like you know we're just trying to you know make the most of the mm-hmm. situation right mm-hmm. well good luck to this guy hopefully it works out with you guys yeah um yeah hopefully it works out super cool anything else about dating no i think i think that's about it i think we i think we covered it pretty well i think we learned a lot i think our viewers learned a lot too it's true and our cameraman it's true who we do it for <laughs> Shout out to our cameraman. Yes, amen. Good man, good man. Well, um, Haley, as we tend to wrap up and as we finish once again, thank you for coming on. Yeah, Something we do as a tradition here on Guest 99 is we try to end on a high spiritual note, you know, just to um, kind of get that back into what we need to be talking about. And we try to make it unique for every single person. So we're not asking the same question for someone. Um, so this one's going to be a little test for you. Um, it's going to be something with your Spanish. Just oh. super simple. Oh, her eyes just got real big. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Her eyes just got real okay, big. Let's just edit that out. We're <laughs> running back. back. But hey, we would love for you to just bear a quick, simple testimony um, in Spanish for us. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to. Um, sé que um, el, el Evangelio es verdadero y que tenemos un Padre Celestial que uh, nos amo. Er, nos ama y um, que podemos tener um, dificultades, pero um, siempre vamos a tener a nuestro hermano Jesús que va a ayudarnos en cualquier momento. Y sé que el libro de Mormón es verdadero y que um, podemos tener ayuda. Uh, a través las palabras del uh, del libro y que el profeta, el profeta José Smith um, él fue un profeta que uh, estableció el, la iglesia y yo sé que Dios nos ama 
y que um, podemos tener la ayuda que necesitamos en cualquier momento. Y dijo estas cosas en el nombre de Jesucristo. Amén. Amén. Thank you very much for, for sharing a quick example testimony. Honestly, I don't speak Spanish. You don't speak Spanish. Um, but two things that I recognized was, one, the Book of Mormon. Mm -hmm. And your testimony of the Book of Mormon. Um, the Book of Mormon has um, been a, a great influence in my life. And I know it has done for millions of people as well. Mm -hmm. And it does testify of Jesus Christ. Um, another thing I noticed that you bore testimony of the Prophet Joseph Smith. And um, I do have a testimony of him as well from the Book of Mormon. As you read it and study it and pray about it to our Father in Heaven in the name of Jesus Christ, you'll come to understand that, is, um, that he's a prophet of God, the, um, as the Book of Mormon is the true word of God as well. Um, and I just wanted to share my testimony as well. And um, that everything that um, Haley has said is true. And I do testify that as well for myself. And that's the testimony I'm going to leave with you guys today. Amen. I definitely agree. I mean, uh, I didn't understand a whole lot of what you said, but the spirit was definitely testifying to me that what you were saying was true. And I could tell that you know that it's true yourself as well. Um, just to wrap up really quick, the other thing that, well, me, my, my first concert, the state presidency, we talked about a lot today, but the other thing that he said was we talked a lot about like the struggles of those first five years, right? When we were kind of talking about ourselves and like that we need to focus on ourselves. Um, and he was a newlywed and they just had a baby and he was working and going to school full time. And he was just kind of talking about like how he relied so much on Christ. And I was just kind of like, how, how were you able to do that? Like what, what allowed you to just rely on Christ? Right. Cause he was sharing a lot of these personal struggles that he was going through. And I was like, so how did you like have the faith and like to rely on Christ all that time? And he simply just said, who else would I rely on? Who else would I turn to? And I was just like, that's so true. Yeah. Like nobody else could do it, right? If it could, if Christ couldn't do it, okay, nobody else can, right? There's nobody else to rely on. Obviously, he was relying on his wife and his family, but but he kept turning to Christ because Christ, he knew that Christ could do it. If anybody could help him, it would be Christ. And that's just my testimony as well, is that if anybody can help you guys out there with those personal struggles or with the adjustment back home or with anything that you're going through, it's Christ, right? And put it to the test. If you don't believe me, if you don't believe Christ, try it try it and, and prove him prove him right um because i know that i know that he will prove prove it and that's just my simple testimony um that i've come to know as well um any any last advice any last suggestions to those that are out there that are that might be struggling with the adjustment that in ways that we just we just can't help Honestly, I would say, you know, it's okay if you're struggling. It's okay if you got home and, you know, you didn't have that hard of a time. You know, everyone goes through the post-mission experience differently. And as long as you rely and lean on God, like, you're going to get through it. Um, and also, again, it's okay if your testimony is not as strong as it you feel like it was on the mission. Because, you know, we all go through our ups and downs. And so just keep on holding on to Jesus Christ and holding on to what you know and the experiences that you gained on your mission. And you can get through it because, you know, you're, go you're going to have hard times and you're going to go through difficult times like post-mission, mm -hmm. just like you did on the mission. Mm -hmm. And so just keep relying on God. Definitely. Right. Love that. Yeah, that's amazing. Hey, once again, thank you for um, coming on to our podcast, Guest 99 today. Uh, we really do appreciate it. Uh, hopefully people listening um, can um, connect with Haley and her story and to her testimony as well um, and that's what this platform is for it's for those who 
um, just need a little bit more spiritual in a week. And definitely we need a little bit more spiritual in our week because Absolutely. who doesn't? Um, and that's why we love having a platform like this to, to talk about that as well. Um, and that wraps it up for, wraps it up for us. Um, once again, just remember to follow us on Facebook to watch our full episode, Spotify, Apple Podcasts as well, and YouTube here coming soon. And follow us at Guest99 on Instagram. Once again, I'm your host, Caleb. This is my co-host right here. I'm Austin, and that's Guest99 for this week. Peace out.